ಭಾವಯಾಮಿ ರಘುರಾಮಂ ಭವ್ಯಸುಗುಣಾರಾಮಂ ವಾಭಯಾಮಿ ರಘುರಾಮಂ ಭವ್ಯಸುಗುಣಾರಾಮಂ ಭಾಭೂಕವಿತರಣವರ ಸರಿ ಮಾಪದ ಪದ ಹಲೋ ಅಂಡ್ ವೆಲ್ಕಮ್ ಬ್ಯಾಕ್ ಟು ರಾಗ ದಿಸ್ ಇಸ್ ಅ ಪಾಡ್ಕಾಸ್ಟ್ ಪ್ರೋಗ್ರಾಮ್ ದಟ್ ಎಕ್ಸ್ಪ್ಲೋರ್ಸ್ ದ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ ಕರ್ನಾಟಕ ಮ್ಯೂಸಿಕ್ ಜಾಯ್ನಿಂಗ್ ಮೀ ಫ್ರಮ್ ಆಲ್ಬನಿ ನ್ಯೂಯಾರ್ಕ್ ಇಸ್ ವಿದ್ಯಾ ಸುಬ್ರಹ್ಮಣ್ಯನ್ ಲಾಸ್ಟ್ ಟೈಮ್ ವಿ ವರ್ ಟಾಕಿಂಗ್ ಅಬೌಟ್ ಶ್ರುತಿ ಅಂಡ್ ಇಟ್ಸ್ ಸ್ಪೆಷಲ್ ರೆಲವೆನ್ಸ್ ಟು ಕರ್ನಾಟಕ ಮ್ಯೂಸಿಕ್ ಟುಡೇ we would like to talk about an instrument that comes in really handy when we talk about shruti in fact vidya whenever you have been singing in our segments you have played an instrument in the background you have referred to it in the past as a shruti box so what is it the background instrument that i use in our sessions or for that matter in a concert or any music performance is an electronic tambura it's basically an instrument that guides me with my pitch when i sing and uh, you know in western terms i would say it is like a drone instrument so vidya tell us a little bit about this instrument what does this look like the electronic tambura that we use today is basically a small rectangular box it's very easy to actually miss it on the concert stage because it's quite compact looking and it looks like a tape recorder or some such thing and it has a number of knobs or buttons that help the artist tune it to the right pitch or shruti interesting so vidya when you teach carnatic music do you use the shruti box for even beginners or is this something that is typically used for advanced artists of carnatic music that's an excellent question in fact this is something that most teachers would emphasize to students right from their first lesson So as far as Carnatic music is concerned you are advised and encouraged to practice with the drone instrument either the shruti box or the tambura right from day 1 because sustaining the shruti or the pitch is one of the most fundamental skills that a singer or an instrumentalist needs to acquire and unless you practice with a shruti box it is very very difficult to develop that skill so i do definitely recommend all students whether they are beginners or more advanced level students to use a tambura or a shruti box to guide them as they practice having said that there are basically two different subcategories as you can see the first one being the electronic shruti box that is more handy to use for people who are yet to develop a fine sense of shruti so if you are a beginner and you're not quite sure about how to tune your instrument or how to match your voice to the shruti then i would say you go in for a shruti box especially an electronic shruti box because it's much handier and easier to use than a manual one so in the shruti box basically the sa and pa or in the case of some songs the sa and ma would be tuned to match that particular pitch in which you're going to sing at and uh, you will be able to hear the sa and pa together in one continuous tone let's listen to a snippet from a uh, shruti box please notice how you can hear the sa and pa together in the same tone and this particular shruti box has been tuned to a pitch of 1 or orukattai also known as c on the western scale 
When I heard that snippet, Vidya, the one thing that immediately jumped at me was that it is quite different from what I hear you play in the background when you sing and you turn on your Shruti box. So what is the difference here? Basically, what I use here for our sessions as well as in all my performances is what is called an electronic tambura. So it's a much more sophisticated instrument than a Shruti box. And it's basically trying to replicate a manual tambura, which is that classic drone instrument that we use in traditional Carnatic concerts. Let me play a snippet from my electronic tambura. So you can see that unlike the Shruti box snippet that we listen to, this is not one monotonous tone, but we have four notes that are being heard. So that's how the electronic tambura goes. And basically it is designed to approximate the way a real tambura is structured. Tell us about a traditional tambura. And if I were at a concert and an artist is using a traditional tambura, what would it look like? The traditional tambura is a wooden stringed instrument. It has a round pot-like base with a long neck. It's quite similar, I would say, to the veena, if you have seen one, except the veena has a second smaller pot at one end, which is absent from the tambura. And also the veena has frets to facilitate the playing of music. But the tambura itself only has the open strings and it's used as a harmonic accompaniment in a concert. So you really don't play any songs on the tambura, but you just use it as a drone or pitch instrument. There are four strings that are present in the tambura. The first string is tuned to pa, which is the fifth note from your fundamental. The middle two strings are tuned to the octave of the fundamental. So that would be the higher shajam or higher sa to your fundamental sa. And the last string it will look a little different. It's a thicker string and it is tuned to the fundamental. So Vidya, are there different types of tamburas? There are basically two different types of tamburas that seem to be in vogue today. The first one is the traditional Tanjavur tambura that is more prevalent in the south. And the second type is the Miraj style tambura, which is probably favored by the Hindustani performers, but it is also becoming increasingly popular in South Indian classical concerts as well. The Miraj tambura usually has a slightly bigger pot in the bottom and a wider trunk. They essentially perform the same function. They just look a little bit different. Interestingly, the pot of the Miraj Tambura, I believe, is made from dried gourd. So it is a very delicate instrument. It breaks quite easily. That's probably why it's slightly more tricky to carry it around. Uh, unlike the Tanjavur Tambura, which is entirely made out of uh, a solid block of wood. So Vidya, I'm sure you have used a traditional Tambura in the past. And you use the electronic Tambura more, more often these days. In your professional opinion, how closely do these two resemble in terms of their tonal attributes? Or is there something still missing in the electronic tambura as compared to the traditional one? Today's models of the electronic tambura are excellent in terms of trying to replicate and match the tonal attributes of the regular tambura. However, there are certain subtle nuances in a traditional tambura that the electronic tambura probably can never hope to match. The first point I would say is the absence of the traditional pot 
that really helps with the resonance the electronic tambura as we can see is a much smaller instrument so you don't really have the room for resonating the sound as in a traditional tambura so they try to replicate it with electronics but it's usually not quite the same the second and very important attribute in a traditional tambura that i would say is missing in the electronic version is the principle of jiva jiva in sanskrit refers to soul basically the jiva in a tambura is what really gives it its life if you look closely at a picture of a tambura you will notice a small bridge in the front portion of the pot at the base of the tambura in fact i have a picture of myself with a tambura in my website the strings of the tambura are usually held quite tight they are made to pass over this bridge at the point where the strings meet the bridge woolen threads are generally inserted and what we do is we kind of move those woolen threads up and down the bridge until at a particular point you will hear a very special overtone rich sound and that is really like a buzzing sound in which particular harmonics will resonate with focus clarity and that's really what we term as the jiva in a tambura until today we have not been able to match that quality in the electronic version now let's listen to a snippet from a regular traditional tambura fascinating with you one can easily sense the additional richness that a traditional tambura provides which i think what you're referring to is the jiva so vidya before we finish this episode let's spend a couple of minutes talking about the traditional tambura artist if you go to a concert here in the us it's quite rare for us to actually see a traditional tambura uh, is that true in india at least when i was growing up i have seen several artists using a traditional tambura in concerts I wonder if this is a uh, sort of a tradition that is fading away or not. Uh, give us your thoughts. As you rightly observed, if you live outside India, it's not so common to find a traditional tambura being used in a concert and I think the main reason being that it's quite bulky to carry. You need to have the right set of strings even if there is a local host family that is willing to provide you with a tambura, sometimes they may not have the right set of strings to match your pitch and so on. However in my opinion in India the tambura tradition is still very much alive at least in professional level concerts it is generally not considered acceptable if you don't have a traditional tambura in the background and very often many musicians use both the electronic as well as the traditional tamburas concurrently on the concert platform however the electronic tambura is being increasingly used for practicing at home again mainly for convenience purposes there is also the tradition of the tambura artist uh, the tambura artist has been traditionally included as part of the concert team and most of these tambura artists are simply lovers of music who have devoted their time and energies to learning how to tune a tambura they are usually very dedicated and committed people who do this almost entirely out of love for music they play the tambura in the background enjoy the concert and they are usually quite adept at making subtle 
changes to suit the song that is being rendered or played for example if the song is in a ragam which doesn't have the panchamam most tambura artists are sensitive enough to not play the panchamam string and they would just play the shadjam and so on uh, they are usually given a lot of respect and it's definitely a tradition that we should continue and encourage for the future generations as well so vidya in your electronic tambura when you are singing a raga that does not have pa how do you handle that In the electronic tambura it's fairly easy to make these adjustments typically we have a button for pa a button for ma and one for ni ni is something we don't generally use in carnatic music but i believe it's used quite frequently in hindustani music so if you're singing a ragam which doesn't have pa all you need to do is to switch off the pa button and just play the sa or if you're singing a song where you want to turn on your ma you just have to press that particular button so now i'm going to provide three illustrations of some slightly different tuning in the tambura in the first illustration we will have the standard setting where we have the pa button turned on so let me play that So this was the standard setting. Now imagine I'm singing a song in a ragam which has no pa. So I would turn off the pa setting, and all you would hear would be the three sa strings. Sa sa sa. In the third illustration I'm going to turn on the ma button so this is typically used for songs which have a limited range Interesting. So Vidya, let's stop here and pick up next time on Ragarasika. Thank you Vidya for your time. Thank you everybody for joining us today. Hope you join us next time on another episode of Ragarasika. To learn more about Vidya, visit her online at vidyasubramanian.com or write to us at www.ragarasika.com. That's R A A G A R A S I K A.com. Thank you. Goodbye. चित्र मणिमय सिंहसने सीतया सह संस्थित सुचरित्र परम पवित्र गुरु गुहा मित्र पंकज